Welcome to another episode of Fortigard Live. As always, I have my good friend Jonas. Jonas, how are you doing today? Hey, Amor. Always doing great doing these Fortigard Lives with you. It's the last part of my day, and how else could I better wrap it up? Yeah, so Jonas, like, since you're like 12 hours ahead of me, it's your night, it's my daytime. Um, what, what should I expect for today since you're in the future? Is, is it going to be a good day or not? It's always a good day in cybersecurity, Omar. Always a great answer. Hey, Jonas, we wanted to talk today about like skill gaps and careers in cybersecurity. And I love talking to you about this because you've had a, a pretty interesting journey, just a few years old. But I just wanted to talk to you about like, how did you get into cybersecurity? What was your motivation behind cybersecurity? And, and why did you like join the field? And what are some of the steps that you did? Yeah, it, it is an interesting uh, path and I always loved technology. I always loved cutting edge technology, especially. So being uh, in a position where I was able to join a, a vendor um, in cybersecurity was, was a dream come true. And in the beginning, for me, the main motivation was I was very much driven by offensive security, by hacking. I really wanted to understand it. And I thought the best way to do it is being surrounded by people who are known to be some of the best in the industry, learn a lot from them, but also leverage the vendor side, which have a, has a lot of cutting edge technology, which I can use to play around and learn a lot uh, while doing so. So in the beginning, it was a lot about learning by doing. It was a lot by researching topics. And then the more you learn, the more specifically you can decide in what kind of direction you want to go. Because I think a little bit too often people relate cybersecurity just to hacking in general, which in my opinion is not really the case because there's so many different paths which you can go in the end. For example, one point could be software developing, another could be more like the security engineering on the ASIC side. Others are more interested in the cybercrime um, landscape. So there's so many paths which you can go. But for me, being uh, surrounded by experts and, and in, in a global team was, was a dream come true. And this was always my goal. So I was very much striving for that. All right. So let me let me back up a little bit, because like I always get asked a question on how do you get started in cybersecurity? So real fast, were you in any type of cybersecurity before you joined the vendor or were you doing any other type of IT before you joined Fortinet? Yeah, I think in general, in, in, if, if you want to have a path in IT and cybersecurity, especially networking is very important. You, you always should understand the fundamentals because in my opinion, cybersecurity is not something which you just jump straight into from, from, uh, from the, to begin with. You need to have a proper fundamentals. It's, it's like if you want to learn very complex math problems, you should be able to understand the one plus one to, to solve these issues. So for me, uh, coming from a networking world, that uh, this helps definitely a lot. But then in the end, it, it's, it's all about how motivated are you, how far you want to go, what direction you want to go. And it's, it's pretty much up to you and your, your own motivation, your drive, um, where you end up, in my opinion. Okay, so you had a baseline of like networking technologies. You joined Fortinet. What was the next step? What, what did you actually do to like learn about cybersecurity? Obviously, you know, you're learning a lot about the Fortinet products, but how did you actually became a, become a cybersecurity expert? I think if you want to become really good at something, there's no easy way around it. So you just need to practice. You need to surround yourself with it. And it, for, for me, it, it meant a lot just the learning, uh, reading it, and pretty much living it. So um, I, I would do not recommend this to everyone, but I'm a very extreme version in this case. So I like to focus on topics which I'm really interested in and which 
I want to be good at. So I didn't have too many other topics on the side, but um, surrounding myself with others and, uh, and learning from them helped definitely a lot. And you, Amora, you remember when I did all these interviews for, for the role I'm having right now, I was like soaking in all the wisdoms which I was able to gather from, for example, people like you who have been much longer industry, who gave all these talks. And there's so much information for free available on the internet. And if you can pick this up, um, there's a lot of things to learn from there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I tell people over and over again is that, you, you know, we're in a very like lucky time. Like I, I kind of wish I was starting off in cybersecurity right now because there's so many uh, resources that are out there. Uh, when, when I was first starting off, there, there really wasn't that many resources. I remember just going to the library, picking up as many books as I could and picking up as many uh, uh, resources that I could. Um, when, when I started off, vendor certification was actually a pretty good thing. And I know there's a little bit of controversy because people say when you do vendor certification, you're kind of locked into one vendor. But I don't think that's the case because like, first of all, there's a lot of good training available. There is also a lot of um, a lot of training, like every every vendor has ways they interact with other vendors and interact with networking as well. So I thought that was a great resource to have. But at the same time, um, I think it's really important to really understand the whole ecosystem on what you're what you're dealing with. Um, for example, like, like you you mentioned practicing is a really good idea. I, I saw that really early. So I said, you know what, before even st I start cybersecurity, I need to understand virtualization because that that is how I'm going to practice, right? That's a cheap, easy way for me to practice is use virtualization technologies. I can do labs on my own. I can test things on my own. I, I, I can revert things easily in a lab on my own. So I started trying to get the foundations making sure I had a good networking foundation, making sure I had a good systems admin uh, foundation so I understood operating systems like Windows and, and Linux and uh, and router operated, uh, operating systems and other things of that nature. And then I under started understanding like, hey, you know, you know, how are these vendors teaching me how to defend a solution? And then I got into the offensive piece like you. I kind of got into the offensive piece after the defensive piece and said, well, how do I actually break things so I can become a better defender? Yeah, that's definitely some some really good points there. And you know what would be very interesting for me to hear from you is that for someone who has been in the scene for a very long time, how do you make sure you don't burn out, you keep motivated, you keep up to date, and every day you are still as excited as you have been in the beginning? Yeah, so I, I I got I love toys. I will tell you that I I love actually like messing around with cybersecurity, messing around with different cybersecurity products, and really understanding how they work. And really, really what the you know really what kind of scenarios can I put these products in to make them defend against solutions, and how to how to break these solutions as well, so I can make them into better products or or understand even more around the whole life cycle of attacks. You ask me how do I stay motivated? It's it's easy because I'm excited about it. I'm, I I have a passion for it. I love seeing how things work. But more importantly, I think that we all have a duty to kind of you know use our our knowledge, whatever knowledge we have in this world. We have a duty to like kind of help use that knowledge to make the world a better place. And since I have a passion for cybersecurity, I know a lot of people don't. I know like you know the uh, the lady down the street doesn't have a passion for cybersecurity. So when her her pictures of her grandchildren get attacked or get you know get encrypted by ransomware. Um, I, f I feel like that's that's a bad thing, right? I feel like we should be helping society. So my motivation is like, hey, can I can I do so? And I know it sounds kind of corny, by the way. I know people listening to this definitely think this is kind of corny, but I really think if I can you know kind of help 
society even in a small way to like kind of push that knowledge and to like you know bring cybersecurity awareness up front that's a lot of motivation for me and you know you know i never used to enjoy doing uh talk you, you we talked about uh presentations and conferences i never enjoyed that right i mean i i don't speak well i got a little bit of a stuttering issue uh, i i said that's not me but but it gave me that platform to push cybersecurity awareness out and when I went to these conferences, of course, like you, we've talked about this before. I saw a lot of very smart guys, a lot of interesting projects. So I was like, man, I want to learn more about that. I want to be like that guy or understand like how he how he knows things, uh, um, you know, that presenter guy, girl, whoever. And uh, and and really just understand things and really push myself to the next level. Some really great points, Omar, here. And one more question, which I really want to address here is when we look at the threat landscape in general, threats are growing on a, on a daily basis. We see the volume going bigger and bigger. So we also need to have more people in the cybersecurity industry. We need to have more skilled people who can help out with the challenges which we face on a daily basis. What would you recommend to others who are very interested into moving into the cybersecurity space, but maybe they are not really sure whether it's the right place for them to be, or maybe they're a little bit insecure about um, all about the knowledge which they have right now to do this transition. Yeah, so I would say exposure is one of the things you you need to understand. Be exposed. There's many, many different areas to cybersecurity. Obviously, me and you have just been talking more, I would say, around a network layer of cybersecurity because that is our background. That's obviously what we feel comfortable with, what we're reverting back to. But there's also software development life cycles. There's compliance. There's, uh, you know, the legal aspects of cybersecurity. And if you you know, if you're exposed to all these areas, you may have a passion for that. So I would definitely figure out what that passion is. Uh, sometimes I definitely go into a lot of groups. I go to places like Reddit, uh, Twitter. I follow cybersecurity professionals. I want to see what they were talking about to see if I'm even interested in that topic or if I have a passion for that topic. If I do, I try and get exposed to that, like with hands-on, real-world skills. Now, there's a lot of places you can do that. Like from a networking standpoint, obviously, we have training.fortinet.com, which I, I'm really, really happy that like, you know, we a couple of years ago, we made all our training free, that anyone can go to that. They can go to level one, get security and awareness, or go very much higher and get like really specific product training. There's a lot of other training that's out there that's free. Uh, they're called like CTFs, capture the flag programs. I love those because you're really actively breaking into systems and understanding how they work, hands-on experience. But but I would say cybersecurity today is less about reading and more about doing and getting your hands behind that keyboard and understanding what it takes to um, you know secure a pro secure a network, secure a product, an organization, as well as break that. And you kind of need both aspects of that. But I can't stress enough how much exposure is. Uh, I think the key. Yeah, I really like the points where you mentioned it's it's about the passion and also it doesn't have to be this one single area where you can really drive. It's cybersecurity involves so many different points these days. We have an attack surface which needs to be protected from so many different angles. And just saying if someone is not even that technical, he might be super interested in, for example, the cybercrime landscape. And there's so many opportunities in that field as well, getting more familiar about the um, the landscape from a from an attacking point of view, how to deal with law enforcement, how to deal with public and private relationships. So it's not just all about networking or about software developing. It's it's all about finding out what is really your true passion, because usually these are the topics where you will do the best in the end anyway.
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, you, you reminded me, we, we both have a common friend that me and you could not do anything around marketing and cybersecurity, right? But that's a really important piece to have someone that has a technical background, but also understands the business aspect of things. So we have a common friend that actually helps us like with, with marketing in uh, cybersecurity products and solutions, because we really can't convey that information. Or we're not, not as good as conveying that information as some of the other experts that are out there. So there's a lot of expertise. You should be able, you shouldn't limit yourself to just a single box, but, uh, but Jonas, I want to ask yourself, uh, like if you had to name like three essential skills you think uh, people should know going into cybersecurity, what should they be? And, and I'll give you one because you kind of mentioned it a couple of times, your networking background. So, so what about two other skills uh, you, you think would, uh, would really be needed to uh, or, or, or you can change your first one, too, on, uh, on uh, the, the kind of the foundation you think someone should need? Yeah, I think they're not just exclusively related to cybersecurity in general, but uh, it, you should be someone who's really curious about finding out new stuff because the landscape is changing almost on a daily basis, and often you don't find the solution just immediately and someone already presents you the final solution on on, on the table so you need to you need to like to dig around be a little bit uh, a detective sometimes trying to pull strings together and try to, to paint the big picture so you're able to understand what's actually going on. And so that's, that's definitely something which helps um, the, the being passionate about what you do again, not really cybersecurity related in general. But um, it definitely doesn't hurt if you're a little bit of a, of a tech guy sometimes that whenever there's like new features or new updates on whatever software you use, you, you get more excited. So for example, when I get a notification, hey, there's a new update available, my first, my first thought is not, oh my God, it's annoying, I need to update my system. The first thing I wanna know is, hey, that's cool. What kind of new feature does this uh, software in, uh, allows me to use in the future? How does it make my life more convenient? So I, I truly love technology and uh, it's definitely something which, which helps in, in this life. Okay, so if I was going to summarize what you said, you said you should be nosy, right? <laughs> no, I'm just joking, and be 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 uh, open to annoyances, right? <laughs> no, I'm just joking, but I think that's good. that's a good example. Like basically, you know, uh, understand like what's out there and be curious. I think being curious is a is a great skill, and I and I do believe uh, being curious is a skill. I don't think it's like uh, like something that you have to be born with. Like we we can learn how to be curious and for the right things, obviously, and I think that's important, and that's a, that's a good skill to have and. I think almost anything in IT and maybe maybe beyond IT as well. And then the other thing you mentioned is like like a really kind of understand why something is being driven, what is the purpose behind something instead of just clicking on something. So I, I would completely agree with you. Um, just from my perspective, if I was gonna answer that just to get a little more granular, I, I would say, first of all, like I already mentioned, virtualization technology, I think is key. People should like try and understand that. I would say operating systems is also uh, a very, very important part in operating systems, such as uh, administration of uh, sysadmin work, I would say is, a, is, a, is about a key. And then I would say, kind of going back to a little bit of what you said is that curiosity piece, because cybersecurity from the few years that I've been doing it a couple of years longer than you, I've seen so much transition throughout the throughout the that whole industry. Um, you know, it used to be about networking. Then it used to be about like server side attacks and what you know web server attacks. Now, then it shifted over to client side attacks for a long time. And now it's more about like APIs and clouds and things like that. And that 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 curiosity piece is what drives me is to be able to think what is the next step 
what is the next way to get, you know, to, that how people are gonna, going to communicate? Um, you know, how are they going to really open up? How is the world going to open up? How is like our lives going to change? Because that's going to be the attack vector. That's going to be the attack surface. And uh, a little hard to think about, like, uh, you, you know, uh, just uh, to articulate that. But it, it is something that I, I do think about when I, when I, even when I go to the movies, I think, think hey, this is great. Are we going to be going to the movies in like two years from now, five years from now, or is it going to be more like a, a theme park with you know virtual reality? And what's the attack surface there? You know, and some of the bases of that attacks are not going to change, like social engineering or uh, you know client side attacks or uh, you know other things. But how is that going to happen in that environment? Yeah, technology and security definitely goes hand in hand, and as we all experienced, more and more, more and more moves towards software, more and more moves towards digital um, topics and, uh, and values. So these these topics needs to be addressed with security, of course, and uh, it definitely helps when we already are uh, quite passionate about that to begin with. All right, man, it's always good talking to you. Any last words of wisdom or uh, like uh, you want to leave, leave, leave the audience with anything? Um, just that thanks for, for for having me again and i i really appreciate everyone tuning in and i wish you all a wonderful rest of the day man thank you always good speaking with you thanks again thanks